It's the Jack and Kathy show. shit show. And there we go. Oh, okay, that, I think one. I think it yeah. Okay. Hi, baby. Hey, baby. How, how are you? How are ya? <laughs> it's funny that I would even say, how are you? Because we live together. We're together all the time. Do you want to tell everyone how we spent our morning? Uh, yeah. Re- having our matcha and you read the New York Times outside while I tick-tock you know, my by brains the way, away. So do you know why I went outside? To get away from me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The TikToking was so loud that I was like, I, I can't get it. It was so good. So I stumbled into this woman who uh, bought a place in Italy and she's going to be fixing it up. And so she was taking me on a real estate tour. She owns two properties in Italy. You're so one is a castle right <laughs> and one is this tiny little place, uh, like a, uh, I think it's called like a, a Trinity house because it really is just three rooms all stacked together mm. in three floors. And it was so exciting. Did you ever see, um, that movie about that woman who gets divorced and buys a house in Italy, Tuscan sun or Tuscan under the Tuscan That's sun. It. Yeah. Or moon or something. Yes. Yeah. Who's yes. in that? She's really pretty. She's on my hall pass. She is as she should be. Um, 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 Gosh, I can't think of I her name said right Anne now. Bancroft, She's a great, which is not her at all. She's no, blonde. yeah. What's her name? I can't think of her name, but she's lovely. Yeah, you I know you're talking about. It. You made me think of it when you yep. said she bought a house and is fixing it up, mm-hmm. and so it made me think of all the troubles that that woman went mm-hmm. through in the movie. Yeah. Yep. That's fascinating. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I was TikToking. I had to leave you. And let's point out that we have a new ring light. So for everybody that's listening, you are missing it because we now have this gorgeous ring light and the lighting. I don't look a day over, what, 30. You still look beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I? Well, you don't have your glasses on, so I look a lot younger because of that. See, I have my glasses on, and you look not a day over 56. You're an ass load right now. <laughs> That's because I slept well last night. Oh, so let's just be mean to our lover and yeah. partner. Yeah. Let Yesterday, when I had not had good night's sleep the night before, I couldn't even You were couldn't so even fucking speak. funny yesterday. You were yeah. so... You were the biggest doofus <laughs> all day yesterday. I, all day. Yeah, I was out of it. You can keep telling the peoples what we did yesterday, too. Because we had an adventurous day yeah. with you being completely incompetent. Well, we went to look at Airstreams yesterday. We did. Because we have, for anybody that listens, you know that we went camping recently. Yeah. And that inspired us mom. to just upgrade our whole program with camping. And now we're yeah. dreaming of an Airstream. And to get an Airstream, we will need a truck that pulls 5,000 pounds, which we don't have. So there's the cart and there's the horse. And so we're, uh, so we're both shopping them. both of them. And came to the conclusion, the unfortunate conclusion, that car salesmen and car dealerships are um, really, really shady situations. Oh, yeah. Shady, shady, shady. Not going to say they all are shady. I like to believe that just like people say realtors are shady, and I know I'm not a shady realtor. Um, We've run into some shady realtors. Absolutely run into shady realtors. There's shady elements and everything, but I will always maintain, and I've said this to you, 
a ton of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't necessarily blame the person, which is, give me a, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. The system sometimes promotes that type of behavior. Yeah. So when you are in a full commission, all things go type of environment, you're going to cut as many corners because there isn't regulation. Right. Like for example, if every salesperson, because they were just a good manager of people or whatever, made a flat salary, you wouldn't see them trying to, I don't think you wouldn't see them trying to nickel and dime stuff, but because it's a hundred percent commission negotiated environment, everyone thinks there's some scumbag out there trying to twist it on you, which then happens. So that's what we experienced over the weekend. I think the environment Absolutely. creates the people. I'm Absolutely. The it's around. like you you meet the sales agent and their first instinct is let me try to figure out how uneducated they are about this process. That's right. Let's see how much I can get away with. Right. Because we looked at two different vehicles and sat down with two different people. More than that, but the two I'm comparing the last two because we're shopping for, well, for well, those I was two, it was a be, Kia Telluride. Well, you experienced two, but I was on the phone with six or seven. Yes. Right throughout the course of the day. I was talking to a bunch of guys yeah. saying, how did you get your numbers and where are you coming from? And they're not budging nowadays on anything, especially no, used cars. They're no, not they're kind move. of uh, confessing that they you will be paying more. Like that's yeah, straight o- out the top. And they don't care. This, yeah. No, the market is <clears throat> that everybody is overpaying for everything. Even when we went to look at the Airstream, he's like... No, you're going to be paying about 3% over list, list price. Yeah. Right. So, so so side note, and here comes the F-bomb, so we remain explicit. Fuck them then. Then we don't buy right now. I mean, I think that's where consumers yeah. get caught up in that, oh, I really want that car. Fuck it, wait. I mean, unless yeah. you need a car because yours is broken or your lease runs out or whatever. Right. We don't wait. need Let the market settle it. itself. And it's when you're in a desperate have to purchase something situation that you will always be behind the eight ball. You are just, well, and I think be... these salespeople, so without going, cause it's so much to share with all the peoples well, the three people listening. Mm-hmm. It's so much we to share. Now? Well, my mother, sometimes yeah. Stephen, I think, yeah, my daughter's and then your daughter, brother-in-law yeah. Uh, yeah. and Alex does listen. And That's Alex right. Does. Well, and he has to, Key has to. By the way, we're two weeks behind on. Thank you, Key. We're two weeks behind on podcast because Key moved. Yes. From Redmond to Seattle. Yes. And so it's still in Washington State. So we said, let's give her some time. Mm -hmm. She was coordinating work and moving. So we went, all right, Mm -hmm. take a break. So that's why you haven't seen a podcast from from us in a couple weeks. Well, and plus, we, we. Well,. To be fair, we told Key we wouldn't even do it till this week. So we did give Key a know, week and we a half. I know, but we had a few days where we're like, oh, podcast today. And then we're like, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we forgot. We forgot we're busy. to do it. Yeah, yeah. We've been busy. But if you if you look at when we do it most, it's usually on Sundays. And today's a Sunday. We're recording on the 14th. This is true. So we usually do it on Sundays because that's our easier day yeah. of the week. So anyway, thanks to Key and to the few people that listen to this. So without going into too much details where I was going is that... The moment you start to show a sales rep in an auto store that you know what the fuck you're talking about mm-hmm. is the moment they go, well, we're not sure. We got a lot of people looking at it and I don't know if we can make that move. And you said this and I'm convinced of it after you said it is that they are truly waiting for the sucker. They're not, they're not going to want to sell to us. Right. So right. if it's a car that has any kind of hot value to it, yep. fuck it. They'll wait for a chump to come by. Yep. 
And so they're going to put as many they, barriers they to resistance. The way, the way it is right now, they don't value... They did. I did not feel like they valued our business because we didn't want to be taken for a ride. And they're more willing to have us walk out the door and say bye bye because they know a, somebody that's going to give a sucker is going to walk in. The used car market is so hot. They don't feel the need to sell it to us. That's right. And, Someone's going to buy and it. And trim money off the, the top for us. They'd rather wait and find a buyer who's going to right. be walking in any second and and overpay well, and who's that guy we should do a shout out to that guy yes and then we'll post it after this who's okay. that guy we followed on, i know on the talk? let me find out so, so kathy was pointing so again i wish i could go into all these details but but we kind of we had a it's interesting because we had a plan going into this and then you showed me this guy and i know and our plan going into it was very similar to his there were a few things that i didn't know about that i went oh that's good advice but by and large okay. here's the guy that's it's what that's what's his name? Okay, I, his I will say his name. His TikTok handle is uh, Deshaun the Auto Advisor, and this guy is good. So he worked. Uh, he's been in the uh, car he sales sold cars for, for, 15, for ten years. Ten years. Mercedes ten years. Was like what five he sold. years at Mercedes yeah. and five years at I think it was GM, and he really lays out what you need to know to me it so, was i'm sorry for interrupting babe. yeah go to ahead. me it was the kitchen confidential version of autos yes right yes so absolutely he's laying out here's how we think here's how we sold yeah. and um and so it was cool because when we went into it a lot of the things that i did instinctually from my own experience buying cars was in line with some of the things he said and there were a few other points that he brought up that i mentioned just a few mm -hmm. minutes ago that i went oh that's a good thing i'll look at that too yeah and add that but by and large, we went into all these sale opportunities. We had done our research. I knew how much I wanted to spend. Like, for example, I want to get a loan on some of this stuff because I don't want to mm -hmm. pay cash outright. So I went and sought out the best interest rate out there because I've got good credit score. So I went in and scanned who could give me a loan. And I found a credit union in Illinois. Yep. Right? Yep. And in one place we walked into, the guy said, oh, we don't accept credit union payments. We only let you work through us. And right. And yeah. I went, okay, that's fine. I'll work with you. But I know I can get this right because of my credit scores and everything. If you can match that rate or do better, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And to everyone listening, interest rates on car loans don't change your monthly fees down like interest rates on mortgages do. Correct. Right. Because so the you car move loans it maybe 10 such, bucks. The terms are so short. Um, the loan, the loan time is so short that to change it, you know, yeah, if you were to put it into a calculator, and by the way, I wouldn't use the online calculators. Go to Excel and download the formula or look at a YouTube video on how to create any kind of calculator and use Excel to do it. Because why don't you use, why don't you like the auto Because when calculator. I did it by myself, the numbers were more precise. Oh. So I know the exact numbers of everything. And so by putting it into an Excel formula, instead of using some... I don't trust what someone else may have built. How, how's that? Put it that way. Okay. And so there are amortization schedules in Excel and all this other kind of stuff. And that's what I built the other day. Okay. So my point well, is... Not everybody can build a thing Yeah, but if you Excel. go to YouTube, you go to YouTube, it'll tell you how to do it. How to build your own auto loan calculator. Boom. Yeah. It tells you how to do it. Okay. Step-by-step -step process. Okay. So... Um, and maybe I'm overly anal because that's my no, life. No, but that is a good thing to do before you go in 
is to do that calculation and know exactly and do your research to know exactly what expenses you should be looking at. So here was an aha moment for me the other day is that car dealerships have whenever you buy a car there are three extra fees that you cannot get around. Right. One was taxes. uh taxes. Right. One was your uh doc fees, doc doc, fees document and then fees. The DMV fees. And then fees. the government fees. So there are three fees and those who you got to figure out what those fees are. So those are three that they can't get around. What I didn't realize naively shocker um <laughs> I walked through I walked through this world like la da 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 and then when somebody's an asshole I'm like what yeah you were can we just side note for a second you were devastated and I think that's a fair word I'm not trying to be hyperbolic I was shocked you were so overwhelmed from the experience and and I had this burst of energy right you Once saw I it in realized me. how I we were being lied to to our face and the the maneuvering that they were doing to just kind of in, make you make to fool you into making a purchase at a price that is not um grounded in any any real costs no they of don't the they don't like smart homework so if that's right oh my people. gosh do you but but to finish what i was saying is i didn't realize that dealers are allowed to just apply any fees they want to it and make so you they think can make that you make they, you yeah, make think a marketing that these fee. other fees, a marketing fee, a certification fee. Oh well, every car has to be, um, you know, we have to pay a fee to get it certified. And then if you watch Deshaun on TikTok and you get really a little bit smarter, um, you realize that. All cars that you are seeing, their manufacturer suggested price, all used cars, they have already gone through that process of being certified. So if it's certified, Honda certified yeah, again. That's their or expense. That's, and and right. that, that price you're seeing online for the cost of the car, that certification fee is already in, in there. there. Well, what so they, to sit in the dealership so and have those again. <laughs> fuckers tell you that there's a certification fee, I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, and what they do, it, because it's because, well, and this is all going to tie to what the whole podcast is about because you want to talk about Warby, yes. Warby Parker stuff. It actually stuff, is and we'll a get good there. lead in for It's a perfect Warby. lead in. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, and we'll get there. You, this is, we like this podcast. I like all of them actually, but I, I hope somebody likes <laughs> Some this one. Some of our other ones might have been depressing. Well, they might have been a little heavy. <laughs> it's like, okay, we had a fight this week. Right. <laughs> we, we learned. We didn't like each other for 30 hours because she was wrong. <laughs> nice try. You're so funny. <laughs> so, okay. What Deshaun says that I totally appreciate, and you and I have talked about this and just other stuff, I don't get emotional when it comes to this stuff. In fact, the funny thing for me and everything that we experience is we walk back from going to all these places. We had done our homework. We knew the price. We stumbled on some cars. We were actually excited they were available. And then they started fucking with us, right? Oh, yeah. And you were... Your whole demeanor wasn't upset or depressed or heavy. It was like, I, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe people are like this is what you're getting at. And yeah. I was energized, right? I was like, fuck down. Let's bring it on. Right? You were ready for the fight. And, yeah. and, and I, so, I definitely have some of that. Like I have a different mindset going into it now. Um, well, what's, what Deshaun says that I appreciate. Because mm -hmm. he said, get your... Deshaun, the auto advisor. Yeah. I'm telling you, this guy is awesome. Well, what I appreciate is he said, 
money first, emotion second, essentially is what he's saying, right? Yeah. That if you attach emotion to this, that's what the car dealership is preying on. Mm -hmm. So they'll throw on a marketing fee of a thousand dollars and then take that off to make you feel Mm -hmm. as though you got some discount. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny. There's three factors. If you're getting a loan that, Mm -hmm. that I've, I know, and I've studied, there's three factors that come out to the price you'll pay. There's the amount of money you put down, which is, you know, how much cash you want to put down and you don't have to do it if you don't want to read yep. or watch him for the advice on that. There's the price that they charge. So if those move by a thousand dollars each, if I go up a thousand, my monthly payments go down dramatically. Right. If they come down in price by a thousand, the payments go down dramatically. If we change interest rates from five to four, it's 30 bucks, 20 bucks on a $40,000 car, for yeah. example. Yeah. So the key is, are they going to move their price and are you going to put more money down so your payments are smaller yeah. over a shorter amount of time? Like you don't have to do that. But what they do is they start out with all of these, a chunk of fees attached to it that have nothing to do with the price of the vehicle. Right. And they, they let you to believe that there's nothing they can do about it. But then you push back a little bit and they're like, all right, I will, I will knock off some of these fees, but just for you, just, I can knock right. off I can a ask little. my manager. Ask, it's going to come go out of my pocket. My manager. Right. It'll right. come out of my pocket, but <laughs> let me go ask my manager. Well, meanwhile, they're not coming down on the price of the car whatsoever. And those fees that they, you feel they're negotiating on are bullshit fees. Right. Cause they're just trying to make you feel like they're, they're working, they're working for with you. you. That's right. They really want your sale. Well, the truth is they're starting out high and just padding on this, this, this fat. So we were for... looking at a Toyota four runner. Let's start there. Yeah. I can't believe we're spending so much time on this. It's fucking hilarious. Cause we got to get to Warby in five minutes. <laughs> so, and well, we make this longer. For it'll, it'll be good. Don't, so don't worry about it. So here's, here's the thing. And I, boy, I would love if like Sean listens in and actually comments on this. Cause I want to send this to him, this podcast, him listen. Yeah. But we knew what car we wanted, right? We had researched a shit ton of cars. We had driven some cars. We narrowed it down because we got to get a car that has at least a towing capacity of 5,000 pounds. What we're towing is going to be less than that. And so here's the other thing. So we kind of like Sean's other part is know your cars. Like if you want a car in a certain class, drive all the other cars in that class and get a feel for it. Yeah. And then go and do research around you. Like look around within 50 to 100 miles. And he even said dealerships that are 50 miles away are likely going to be like, they're not going to come out this far, but maybe we do. Right. He's his big thing is start your research and negotiations online, Online, which is what we did. The moment you step into the dealership, they're like, bingo, right. We're going to, we're going to start railing them in because they're already here. So we knew what car we wanted to buy. We had test driven these cars a billion times, right? And so yes. now it's, now we want to make sure that this car is okay. Yeah. Like for example, we drove all the way out to Lake Geneva, which is just about an hour away. A car was a good deal. The guy was helpful. He was, everything I was liked great. Him. Really good. I we looked him. at the car. It was rusted all over. Here's another it piece of advice. It rusted on the underside. Here's yeah. another piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I found this on his uh, TikTok mm-hmm. or not, but I've always, and with the Lexus that I now have when I bought it used mm-hmm. and all these other cars, I always bought them relatively close to my mechanic who's you know, sadly back in Illinois for us. Mm-hmm. But I said to the person that I'm buying the car from, come with me, but I want to take it to my mechanic to have him take a look at it. Yep. And if you're not cool with it, then I'm going to walk. Yeah. And so I've been lucky that every used car I bought, they've let me take to my mechanic. I trust this guy like crazy. He's put it on the rack and he's done a basic review and went, yep, you got a good car. Yep. Now he doesn't tell me what the value is or the price. He just wants to let me know things. Yeah. So we look at this forerunner 
good price. The guy was willing to talk. He even knew all the stuff. He was like, look, I can bring my price down a little bit. If you can come up on that, we'll both make your payments a little bit lower. If we do that, the interest rate isn't going to change shit on payments, right? Mm-hmm. He did all this stuff. I'm like, okay, seems like a good guy. Except when we saw the car. Yeah. And right away, I looked under the wheel housing and on the hitch, and there was rust all over that hitch. Yeah, it was and a I Toyota went, 4Runner, and right. it the body looked great, the interior looked great, great. but was, once it was you, only four years old. you have very clear visual inside of the wheel well, and you could see behind the tire and the underside that there was like an unusual amount of rust for it only being a few years four old. Four years old, a little less than four. Four years old. Yeah. So it's not that it, it's no time, and I get it's Wisconsin and winters and salt, and that beats a car like no other climate. Right. Um, but talking to your mechanic, the mechanic I sent him pictures right away. Yep, sent him pictures, so and even the mechanic the said that's yep. that's Way a crazy amount of rust. This car was probably also towing a boat and spent even more time in water. Right, he thinks it might so be a just, flood car. Oh, a flood that's car. what he said. A yeah. flood car. Yeah, because he said there was so much uniform rust across. Yeah, all the components of the wheels and the hitch. And then added, he said he's got a 14-year-old forerunner that he tows his own boat on. And those hitches are, he goes, it could have been an aftermarket hitch too. Yeah, they're powder-coated. Because coated. they're powder-coated and you should not see like that, that rusting yeah. out like that. So the point I'm making to the peoples or people that are listening is that it was, it was a combination of us doing our homework financially. We knew what cars were available. We priced them out. We knew what our budget was. We had test-driven these cars so we knew which ones we liked. We didn't want to go too old of a car, 2018, mm-hmm. four years, mm-hmm. and roughly up to 50,000 miles. I mean, mm-hmm. we had mapped out all that we did research on what's a good used car. We yep. know that the Forerunner doesn't have quite the reputation that it once had, but it also is a Toyota, which has will last a long time. We know that. And my mechanic mm-hmm. has emphatically said it's a great car, just doesn't have the bells and whistles of what, for example, the Telluride now has with Kia. Yep. Oh. So we had done all this research is the point and attached a mechanic to it Mm -hmm. because while we have some scant knowledge of cars, the mechanic we trust. And so all those things go into play when buying a car, in my opinion. And if you do anything less than that, you're a fucking sucker and you're falling right for this entire world that Deshaun talks about in detail. Yeah. So the cool thing is we did all that, right? Mm -hmm. And we were so excited about this potential car. And then we saw the rust and went, okay, and here's the key thing. And what did I say to you? This is going to tie to our podcast. Yeah. The Warby. Yes. We were okay to walk because you know what we said? There's going to be another another car. car. Yeah. The right one's going to come along. Yeah, and it's got to feel right. So there's no reason to be. It has to match our our numbers, our fit, right? Yeah. So it was an amazing so why don't you dive into the Warby story? Because this okay. all the advice so, we'd like to give everyone listening. So we have this story that we we call our Warby Parker story. Is what? that a good segue? Yeah, okay. absolutely. But and just end like, one more time. Let's make sure everyone follows. If you're looking to buy a car, go to TikTok. I gotta believe this guy's on Instagram. I have to believe he's all Deshaun, over. Deshaun, the auto advisor. Deshaun is spelled D-E-S-H-O-N-E. Deshaun, the auto advisor, and he's just really, really smart, really knowledgeable. Great totally love this guy. And it was an alignment, and so we felt good about everything we did. So. Yeah, he's he's really good, really, really good. Um, anyway, so 
so our Warby Parker story. So backing up, Jack and I had um, scheduled a photo shoot. So we've got this real estate thing we're doing together and we need some images. And so um, our dear, dear friend, Katie Rowe, a brilliant photographer and business owner in Wisconsin where here, is having her wedding. Uh, where your daughter is having her wedding yeah. at a bloom farm in Sockville, Wisconsin. Just stunning. Yeah. Uh, we'll hashtag all of this so that people can find them. But, yeah. um, so Katie is an amazing photographer and we scheduled the shoot with her and we go to the public market in Mequon and we, um, you know, you're, you're standing outside the car and you're switching a shirt and you take your sunglasses off and you put them on top of the car and we go shoot and then we hop back in the car and we're driving to the second location. And it's at that moment that you go, <gasps> fuck. I think I left Fuck. my. Uh, I think I left my my glass, sunglasses on top, of the car. on top of the car, and we drove away. And gosh darn it! And they were your brand new Warby Parkers. Yeah. You had Too just bought them. Yeah. They look badass on you. Aww. You don't normally spend probably that much on sunglasses. <laughs> you know what I thought you were going to say? You don't normally look that good in sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, they look. They I don't look spend really, a lot of money really, on sunglasses. You look really I'm, hand, they I'm look, a Kohl's ten dollar guy. Yeah, for sure. And so you upgraded, and you got some beautiful glasses. And so you actually we stopped at a red light and you got out and looked in the back of the car you looked on top of the car you got didn't see them got back in the car and we thought gosh do we circle back do we go look for them we had, or we, because we're gonna the be sun late. was setting and the we had sun to do things setting, in sunlight we've got right. the shoot we do we we're on a schedule oh gosh and i even call katie and i say you know what should we do she's like Honestly, yeah, Kathy, the we're light, running the, right. we're, we're running, running out of daylight, light. literally. If you want to finish the shoot another day, she was so sweet. And we said, nope, we're going to come. So we, we go, we do the shoot. And, and at that moment, you immediately shift your energy to totally and honestly shifted and right? honestly yep. shifted. And not to say you weren't still bummed. Like there was, no, that was disappointment, though. but you really quickly went to a place of, you know what, Kath, they're just glasses. It's a couple hundred bucks. It's no big deal. They're gone. It's all right. And it, but it was sincere. It wasn't me it trying was. to convince myself. It was. It was. It's it was, all right. It was met with, ah, oh, it's a bummer, but we'll get another pair. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. So we went and finished the photo shoot, and then we sat with, with everybody to have a glass of rosé, and we were hanging out. And then it just, you know, well, then 8, we went, 8.30 at so night. So then we went and drove back to the location. We did. So, well, let's look one more time. Decided, Maybe they fell should off. Should we just go look? Sure. Right. We'll drive back to the public market, and okay, we'll just look. stop right there. Yeah. Full this stop. would be a great time for a commercial if we actually had sponsors <laughs> because they're all going to think do, that we do, found do, it do. when we went yeah. back, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, so here's the, I love, here's the big cliffhanger. Yeah, so they I, went back. So I went, I love the name of our podcast, by the way, it's a total fucking full stop <laughs> because think about what we talked about the first half of this, right? The shit show that is us. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's not that our shit show is any abnormal than anybody else's lives. It's no. just, we like no, talking it's about it's really just life. It's it is. just life. So that's why we call it our show. shit show. Yeah. yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah. I think it's fine. So, so we so yeah, we, we drive go, back and we now drive back. a word from our sponsor. <laughs> and we look where you parked the car, we looked where we had moved the car, we looked on the ground, we kind of looked in the parking lot thinking well maybe they're 
crushed by a few tires. There was a gentleman that was taking the uh, garbage out to the garbage can that worked at the public market. We even rolled down the window and said, hey, dude, do you happen to have a lost and found? And he's like, well, I think so. I don't know much about it. And then we decided, you know what? Well, let's, no, I went let's go. No, there was more. Oh, so you then I, even went remember, into I the changed. bathroom. So I went, right. wait a minute. I changed at one point. Because yeah. we had a wardrobe change. I sound yeah. so official. But we had a wardrobe change. I went, oh, what if I left him in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. So there were workers in there. And I said, did anyone turn in sunglasses or anything like that? I'm like, uh, we don't know. I mean, they're yeah. all kids just wanting to go yeah, home. It's yeah, 9 yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah. Nothing in the bathroom. I'm looking everywhere. Yeah. I come out. And again, I say to you. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. We tried. And so, so that was definitely, it's not like we were in angst doing this stuff. It thought, we just thought, okay, well, it's not too far from home. Let's just check it just in case yeah Yeah. so so we skip it we drive uh we get a some some food we drive home uh we park we go on the highway we're going 55 60 miles an hour yes or more yeah Mm -hmm. and we get home and go to bed and the next morning both of us are walking out to our cars because we had business to do the next day so you were going to the office and i had an appointment and i throw stuff in my car and I I'm walking back towards you and you're standing next to your car, putting stuff in. And all of a sudden I go, we both <gasps> almost at the same time went, what the fuck? And I'm just standing there yeah. with, yeah. with my hand over my face, yeah. looking at the top of your car, the back end of the car rack. Oh, we got to send the picture to Keith. Oh yeah. So we'll Keith can post it. Cause you can't yeah. even see it in the picture. I have, I have goosebumps, goosebumps right now. Well, that's cause I was touching Because you. no, well, yes, dear. That was why. Of course. Dear. We want to key. Um, you have to post this picture right now. Okay. So because, we and, have and two key, pictures. But Key has to post it. No, don't worry about it. Don't, you have to show the people's Key's going to post it. Okay. But you're zooming in. Yeah. So if Key can do something really cool, which I know she can, if you're not zooming in, you can't look at it from my perspective. So there's two pictures, your perspective yep. and my perspective. You can't see them. No. And it, the sun just happened to be the right way. Do you agree? So, I mean, look at that. You can't see them. The glasses were sitting on top of the car, unscathed, unscratched. One arm of the one, one arm had latched itself onto the back end of the roof rack. Yes. And, and somehow we, lodged itself there. And we drove around. We were on the highway. We even looked at the top of the car. But we looked. We looked in the back. We looked all. We looked in. We looked all over. And and they're dark. And the car is black. Yeah. So they must have blended. And I know anybody listening to this is probably like dumbass. Great story about you finding your sunglasses. Awesome. Yeah. But that's not the story. Great story about you being a dumbass and leaving them on there. Great story about not looking well enough. Who the fuck cares about your fucking sunglasses, people? (laughs) But it meant something to us. (laughs) No, but here's the thing. We stood there and both of us were just overwhelmed with this feeling of gratitude. It really was. It's so silly because they're just fucking sunglasses. But it felt like a miracle in a way. And we don't give a shit about the sunglasses. That's not the point. I can't no, say it, that it, enough. It was that. It was the, you say it best. It was the idea that you especially, because they were your sunglasses, but both of us were just really quickly, when they were discovered that they were lost, misplaced, gone, crushed, taken, whatever, it was a release. It was a consciously said that's okay. That's right. I will let go of this, 
bummed and disappointed for a second, but in the whole scope of life and all of our blessings, these fucking sunglasses don't really fucking matter. So I'm not going to get all caught up with it and just release it. Well, we went on a, we went on a, we were overwhelmed by this and we now call it anytime we feel. So here's how it ties to the car story. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everyone, all the people's going to understand how we're bringing it all together. We'll tell you that after this commercial. <laughs> Come on, okay, that'd be great, no wouldn't commercial. it? It would be um, perfect, though, wouldn't it? It, we had, it would be. They would be great. It'd be fast forwarding past the sponsorship. It, it'd be the Warby Parker commercial. It would right be. Now. Yeah, exactly. We'll be sponsored by Warby Parker. Well, we're going to do at Warby but also. We, but we, we now have, uh, we'll say to each other, Warby, Warby, because it, it carries such meaning for us about staying present in gratitude, staying present in, um, what we do have, even in the face of something that seems to be, um, like an off step. like dealerships, not helping us. Yeah. The, we we that, went that to chaotic energy that life brings you. We went to one place where we found the exact car we wanted, literally the exact car we wanted. And it had just gotten on the market. It just got there. Yeah. They sat there when negotiated with us and then they go, we don't have the title. So it's going to have to be first come first serve. We're sorry. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck? You just sat with us for an hour <laughs> and, to, and we're going through this shit with us. And because we're smart, that's the way I view it. Yeah. Because we've done our homework, because we were smart, because we knew exactly what we wanted, because we knew exactly the price it was worth. Because I even brought up the Kelly Blue Book, right? Mm -hmm. Remember at one point mm -hmm. in another conversation, I went, well, Kelly has it listed as, as this. If I were to sell it out right on the street right now, mm -hmm. you're asking for 5000 more. Now, mm -hmm. I know the market allows for that, mm -hmm. but I think the mere fact that all that happened, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. And we get in the car, and the first thing we say to one another is... Warby. 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 That's like, okay. I can't worry about it because Let's release it. The we got to right, let it go. We can't get attached to it. It really is the idea that things happen just the way they should, even when it seems like it is um, just wrong or hurtful or painful or anything. Uh, just give it a minute because you will find that because that event happened, that something good can come out there. of it. There's a lesson yeah. there. What There's did, a takeaway. What did we, you said, I, I wish, you know, we have such great talks, the two of us, mm -hmm. and we should have a recorder rolling, if only for the purpose of being able to remember what we said. <laughs> but we went on a walk because the, the, that afternoon we were mesmerized and then that next day we were blown away. Yeah. Right? And the I next still day get goosebumps we saying it. We went for a walk on Friday, mm -hmm. uh, whatever day it was, mm -hmm. uh, along the beach. Yep. And I had said something to you because I put all of it in context for me because we said, how are you feeling about, we each said to each other, it's kind of silly. Like everyone's like, you guys are fucked up. You were stoned or some shit like that. Yeah. We were sober as hell. It, for me, you said, so what's the takeaway? Like mm -hmm. what's the big thing for you mm -hmm. for Warby? And I yes. know I'm never succinct on these podcasts, but I'll do my best to do it. A month ago, I had said to you, I'm not doing well. There's yes. something inside of me that's right. not working well. I'm missing Chicago. Right. I'm missing the immediacy of friends and family. Mm -hmm. I like Milwaukee, but it's not everything for me, right? Mm -hmm. And I love you, obviously. And mm -hmm. so, but I said to you, I'm not, there's something grinding inside of me. I yep. don't know what it is. And what ended up resulting is the last podcast, 30 hours not talking because I was snapping at you. I was judging you. I was taking our relationship for granted. Yeah, that, that was fun. Well, but I'm just kidding. Right. At least I, mean, I at least I can not. access that yeah. and go, I know why I'm being a dick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that then, was hard. And then we go to this photo shoot 
And and I think this is really fair to say all this. You're stunningly beautiful, right? And you've been a model for, I mean, you're what, 63 now, so... Uh-huh. You've been but you've been a model your whole life and you can just turn and you pose your head tilts the smile comes on the rest of us mortals have to hope that of the 200 pictures that's one that's decent where maybe there's a big pretty cloud in the background everyone mm-hmm. would look at. <laughs> so uh, leading into this you know I'm supremely confident. I was also trying to go I got to access that place and I kept telling myself breathe. Right. Mm-hmm. Just relax. Mm-hmm. You, you can't change. I can't, I'm not going to suddenly become Tom Cruise or someone more handsome. Right. I am. Right. what I am. However, I know my spirit and energy. And so I think I told you, I got into this place where I went, just act, just be yourself. Yeah. And so if for me, Warby was significant because a month ago, nothing was working. And had that photo shoot taken place a month ago, I might've been like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I can't compete with you, right? All those kind of agitated things. Yeah. So for me, Warby was simply this, a reminder mm-hmm. to be grateful, mm-hmm. a reminder to take peace in things, a reminder that I am moving forward, patience, persistence, consistency, and some things are just out of my control. Yeah. And if I get bent, like two days prior, people cut me off. Mm-hmm. When, we don't have to get into that story, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually encountered them because they were going to the same place I was to pick something up. Mm-hmm. And they were terrified because they knew they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it it sat with me for hours, right? Right. As opposed to just saying, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. And so to see the sunglasses there yeah. made me go, do you realize that? And this is how I view it. The sunglasses appeared because I didn't care if they were there or not. And so it made me realize that's why when we both got agitated at the salespeople, we're human beings, right, babe? So we're going to have emotions. We can't say, yeah, we can't be robotic. We just didn't linger in that place, right? No, it it just felt like a strong message, and uh, and we were listening, you know. Yeah, those sunglasses, seeing them, just felt like somebody just hit us over the head and said, "Do you get it? That's right. Do you get it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah." And so it was profound. It still it is. Really, it really was. So now we just, uh, when things, when we feel ourselves getting maybe a little wound up about something, we just go Warby Warby. It's like, a a, a word we just say now to, and we laugh and it, it almost on, instantaneously yeah. drops the temperature. Yeah, it, it, it just diffuses just a moment you might be having that is getting you wound up again. And so. shit's still going to happen, right? It's no still doubt. Happen. Just got to, no doubt. I'm sure there'll be some days I'll be going, Warby, Warby, Warby. We're going to look Warby, right now and realize Warby. we didn't even record any of this. Oh shit. Stop it. Hold on a second. Now I got to check because I'm all nervous. The numbers right. are going. Those are going and that's going too. Okay. How fucking funny is that, that I just got that nervous oh. that like we just had this great podcast and Boy. went, dope. I don't look so good. Should I, should I sometimes like shower or something? Are you asking oh, for I, the podcast I or in I general? I think I have mascara. No, I don't do care people, if you have to look at this. Do, do people know that you shower less frequently than anyone I've ever known in my life? Which means never. <laughs> I shower when I work out. After which I is every out. day. You work, you <laughs> exercise almost every day. <laughs> Are you crapping? I just love this podcast because 
And it was almost like, and we didn't intend to set it up the way it ended up going. We just, I don't think people realize we don't have a plan when we get behind this microphone. No, we don't. We, we, we hit roll and then we just kind of wing it. We do. But I, we knew we wanted to talk about the Warby thing. We, I didn't know well, the start with the car, car stuff, but it, it applied. So as we went through all that crap with the car dealers and stuff, we just kept saying Warby. Warby. Yeah, it'll like, all, yeah it'll and we didn't get a tattoo. It was like, fuck it, we'll find a car. It'll all make sense. And If um, we don't think there's not going to be another used forerunner out there or, or Telluride or something, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. So there is something for us. We'll yeah. figure it out. There is a an Airstream for us. We'll figure it Airstream, out. Airstream. Yeah, we walked in the uh, Bambi yesterday. Yeah, you like that a lot. It's yeah, a good size. It is. It's yeah, beautiful. That would work for us. It's just... If, if there's, it's, it's just a great lesson because a month ago I was a wreck and things weren't falling into place. And it's almost like, I think this is what I said to you thought was profound. It got worse because I kept trying to control it. Mm, yeah. Right. And the moment I released the sunglasses, which took me all of yeah. 30 seconds, right? Yeah. When I went, oh, fuck. I left them. Yeah. And then we called Katie and said, should we come now or do we have time to go back and look? And she said, you don't. And then right away I went, ah, bummer. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. we changed topics. Yeah. And, and so everyone knows it left me. I mean, there was no, right. I didn't feel anything toward it. Right. And in fact, I said to you that morning when we found them, you know what I'm going to do? Because I bought them with my credit card because mm-hmm. of my business. I'll just mm-hmm. file a claim for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they see if you can get, them, if replaced. get, get them replaced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And boom, they show up. And if there's any takeaway, it's just shit just happens to work out. And when you feel that things are not well, it's going to lead you in that way. And if you yeah. think things, it's a manifestation topic, right? Yeah. When And it's a really good lesson for me because I can get very wound up very easily when things don't go right, especially if I've made a mistake of some kind, yeah, sure. like the pressure I put on myself because I was somehow wrong or incorrect or, or made a mistake or said the wrong thing or forgot to do something. I just, I'm so hard on myself. I just instantly feel like worthless. Yeah. And so just being able to let that go and, and say Warby. You're welling up right now. You okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is good shit. So anyway. Great podcast. It. Yeah. Well done. Dig that it. That was fun. I love that story. It, it, it's obviously we're still talking about it and it was profound for us. Yeah. But you got to yeah. have the reminder, whatever it is, everyone's yeah. got a warby moment where it makes them say maybe yeah. I should. sometimes yeah. they're more dramatic than others. Ours happen to be sunglasses. Yeah. You know, which is pretty benign. But... Yeah. Hashtag warby Parker. All right, babe. But, all right. Babe. We got shit to do. All we got right, a house to fix peoples, up. Yo, peace. Peoples.